special announcement, travelers. Rebuild of Joycast is now boarding from all your favorite podcast destinations, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and more. Subscribe to us on any of these services for listening on the go, and thank you for your continued support in keeping Joyride's engine burning. And we're back. I'm actually, I'm actually pretty shocked that the trains are, uh, are running this week. Did you, did you hear about the hacking of Toei, Val? Yes. No. Uh, a friend in town actually brought up while I was um, helping out at the stall for for the day. Uh, some guy I hadn't seen for a while, and uh, he he was just kind of ranting and raving about it because he, he loves One Piece. Yeah, I mean One Piece fans took it very personally, but um, hacking Toei. Yeah, so I think it's definitely important to bring up exactly what happened, really clear what happened, clarify what happened here. Because it's not the way it's being told, the story. So basically, they were hacked. We don't know specifically the rationale or how or why, but in terms of their systems going down, Toei is the ones who shut off their own system for safety. They basically, they sensed a breach and they went, hey, Shut down the system until we plug up that hole. The problem is, is that shutting down that system blocks off a lot of communication. It just completely hobbles production. So that's that. That is what happened. Like so, basically, um, in short, Toei got hacked, and because of it, One Piece, Digimon, Dragon Quest, and a few other shows, including the Dragon Ball Super Heroes theatrical release have been delayed. Oh. They're all in an indefinite hiatus. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, no, everyone's really hyped for that, as far as I've seen. All gone. But they, they, they're like, nope, we, we cannot tell you when it's coming back. It is, nothing's being worked on right now. And this is, some people will say it's poetic, because this is Toei acting like Toei, where there's always an overreaction, and now they have shot themselves at their own foot. But... Look at it, we don't know the exact rationale, so we can't really say if it was an overreaction or not. We don't know exactly what was hacked. But it is to be assumed that someone was trying to get information. This is this wasn't all oh, man toy. We're 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 site we're we're cyber freaking vigilantes and we just want to hack your site to prove a point. That's the the story, that's the the propaganda that, that the fans want to spread because of issues with toy the way they handle copyrights the totally not mark situation really brought things to a hem yeah anyone who knows us and knows the abridging community knows that we also had our issues with toy this has nothing to do with that and you should not be cheering this on in relation to that because if anything a situation like this can make that much worse it makes toy even more paranoid than they already are so this is not a good thing that happened. Obviously, it's not a good thing because One Piece got delayed. As I've been told, this is when the Wano art gets very good in the animation. And Yes, actually. And they said it just got cut off immediately. So I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. By the way, if you want a One Piece update, I am through apparently Act 1 of Wano in the manga. Oh, nice. So that being said, um, and I'm enjoying it so far. It's nice. Hmm. But I'm really, I, I know things are really going to pop off and I'm waiting for it. It slows down after whole cake, so... Yes, and that's what I felt. Y- yeah, <laughs> completely understandable, dude. Yeah, but anyways, but I'm going to keep on track here. So yeah, so basically what I'm getting to is this breach 
they were looking for information. I don't think they were trying to hack leaks for shows because that's really fucking stupid. Mm. Because most of Toei's shows are done like week of. I mean, people balk about the quality of their shows. Yeah, they're very last minute completions. So there's not like you would get much to see in that kind of leak. I think what they may have been going after is because Toei has a store. And I think they were hacking for credit card numbers. Yeah. Yeah, actually. This I, feels like I, a store breach. And again, because Toei overreacts, they play it incredibly safe to the point where it actually hurts things. I think this was a store hack and they shut everything down. Now, when are things coming back? We don't know. Last time I looked in, I, I looked in with my sources. They're doing an investigation right now. So I think until this investigation is done, until they actually find out who did this, I think they're going to stay shut down. Mm. Which is crazy. But I think money talks more. I think within a week or two, I think they get things back up and running. And then we ne then we feel the full effect of what these delays did on production. But until then, like I said, th these shows are done so weak of, it makes sense why... A sudden shutdown the systems means, yeah, no shows anymore for a while. I think this weekend, the episodes that come out this weekend of the shows are the last that come out before the hiatus comes to effect. Because I, I heard a lot of March 20 is the final date. Oh. That's insane. I mean, that being said, I just want to make sure that people get the right idea. They, they have the full information that this is not someone trying to prove a point on Toei, and they shouldn't because that's only going to hurt things. This is, this is just your typical cybersecurity and an overreaction on Toei's part. That's now has this crazy wide sweeping effect. And, and that's why I want to bring it up because it's so fascinating with Toei, the way they act like this. That being said, yikes on, I mean, when's the last time One Piece went on a hiatus or went on some like considerable delay for, for the sake of production? I want to say there was some kind of holiday thing a while back where it, it just like, wasn't how on long? for a like a week yeah that, that doesn't count holiday the holidays don't count i'm talking about like i feel like you're we're gonna see at minimum a month off oh i mean i can look this up maybe it might be somewhere until they solve this one piece how long is one piece anime been running since like 2000 2005 maybe Nah, no dude one piece is like 1999 i think the anime came I out mean, i mean i mean the manga came out like what 97 yeah, yeah, 97, that sounds right. So I think the TV series came out like 2005. Wait, no, 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 the anime came out in... Uh, Funimation, I think. 99, okay. Okay, yeah, showed, showed up and jump in 97, then started the anime in 99. So two years later, that's a... So the, they immediately jumped on it, so that's pretty... That's actually a very modern uh, take on jumping on animated manga. How did you feel about My Hero Academia this week, Ivan? Yeah, well, I like you. You just gotta rush right to it. Um, yeah, you were. I mean, you were excited because we didn't talk about this last week, and now you you were you were no. raring for this. Yeah. So I, I sense your need to want to switch topics so quickly. I need to go back because we, we're doing the previous. Chapter. Yeah, we we have to do catch up this week. But no, but actually, I'm yeah. I'm glad we waited because last week's chapter and this week's chapter were both super short and kind of made a full chapter. In a full little bit. I kind of feel like all the chapters have been really short for my hero lately. Like, in general. It's not... It, that, that's a whole nother conversation we should have for another day. All the shonen chapters are very short. People are getting very worried. Oh. Okay. 
Like this, this is like a thing in. But not to not to put the audience in suspense. Can Mirai's death really put the fear in Shonen and other big magazines? Oh, Kentaro Miura. Kentaro Miura, yes. Yeah, you said Ken Miura, and I was like, someone I else. Sure, I shortened his name. My bad. <laughs> yes, he he put the fear in everyone, and so now when so now when Bangaka asks for breaks, they get them, or they ask for a reduced load, they get them right now. There's a grace period right now, and I'm so happy for everyone. But yes, um, this week, if I recall last week, we get Shiggy's, like, dozen finger monolith bat here that he hits people with. I bet they smell. I bet they're stinky. They're stinky. It, Look at them. I mean, Shigaraki is stinky. Yeah. Especially since he's got a stinkier old man inside of him. Yes. In regards to what is going on right now, so it's what we it's what we predicted two weeks ago, where we said, okay, that those that hand because of Eraser Head and um, Monoma, there's no way uh, that has a quirk attached to it. That's just a physical part of himself. Because remember, mm. remember that um, Eraser Head, they, when they overexplain things, he can't stop a mutation. Like he can stare at um, Fumikage, but that won't make his chicken head go away. No. It just makes Dark Shadow go away. So in this case, this is an actual part of Shigaraki now. It's not his quirk, it's his mutation. There's a in distinction. Two weeks, we've actually learned two things. Well, actually, no, in the same week, because this was, uh, when did um, Vigilantes come out? February 25th or something? Yeah, the, uh, at the same at the same as Chapter 347. Yeah, 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 there's a bit in that, uh, I, guess, I guess jumping ahead a bit, but he mentions light, very bright, enemies he can't actually get a good look at them obviously because they're so bright so his powers actually don't work on people who exude light which i was like oh well okay, that's then. Should, i mean that, that, that. that's more of a uh, yeah that's like superman kind of weaknesses mm. I, i'm actually enjoying learning about these quirks that they don't go into like these nitty-gritty bits about them i everything. like when they're funny i like when the explanations are funny mm. like in heroes rising where Nine tries to steal a healing quirk, but it only relates to certain blood types. And like, if you're in Japan and you really understand that that comedic timing, where it's cl clearly a joke, oh, like I like that. I, I like I like when Horikoshi does really stupid shit, mm. and it's clearly stupid and childish. And yeah, and and I I think that just Eraserheads. Oh, I can't use light enemies because they're too bright. I I think that just borders on that, and I love it. Mirko looking really fucking badass so she didn't get completely murked yeah and it turns out this place is also built with like an arsenal of replaceable limbs and weapons for her that's cool they thought of everything again this is horikoshi going full dummy mode yeah the entire thing's a fortress they had that's pre-prepared it has a freaking hurt locker and everything just ready <laughs> it's cool as hell to resupply you on the move it is sick the, yeah this this um this sky fortress has been actually like really badass i'm loving it it's oh it's amazing <laughs> but yeah but to continue on the subject of shigaraki though yeah 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 he he he, speci he specifies why this is happening so apparently he is the singularity mm -hmm. this is the man this is this is the singularity manifesting itself the fact that if you fully embrace the like multiple quirks and combine them all together you get these insane fucking mutations. Could this relate somewhat to like why Nomus are just mentally broken? Or at least it seems most the of them The fact that they couldn't handle it, yes. I do believe that is a thing. Oh, so so, so Shigaraki Well, also part of the thing is that they're not humans. Like those are like, 
those are like the parts of people combined. Yeah, they're like yeah, Frankenstein yeah, yeah. creatures. That none of those things are the actual people. True. Like a Nomu's like one dude's eye, another dude's eye, another dude's head and face, and like every body part belongs to something else. I I always think heavily about the bit with the train where um people. Oh, I think it was confirmed that the the fat child in uh, Deku's flashbacks is the Nomu that attacks him on the train. His wings, yes. Yes, yes, that's it, his wings. And they've definitely, they've definitely, like, basically confirmed that without literally saying it, but mm. not even the, not even the manga little sides, like, they've, I mean, uh, what's his face, the doctor has specifically discussed, and even that chapter with the, um, the, I call it the sensitivity training arc, because of the abridged, um, hmm. when Bakugo and uh, Todoroki are training with the children, they talk about the fact that the children are under, like, heavy lock and key because people will seriously grab those kids and sell their bodies. Yeah. Like, they, they, they get trafficked the fuck in this world. And I thought that was so dark. We talked about this at, uh, when it was, in Saturday um, Jump. Yeah, Saturday Jump. Um, this is a world that is really scary for kids in actuality. Yes, it's like, very dark. And, that, and, that's, and I like when Horikoshi is allowed to get really dark like that because mm. if, if he, he feels very comfortable in that space he's very disciplined in that space he just never gets enough time to flex there because the editors always pull him back and go hey remember this is the magazine for nine-year-olds true and it's like ah but no like 30 year olds fucking read this shit <laughs> i'd say more so and i think they're the ones with the dispensable income the nine-year-olds buy your merchandise the 30 ones are the ones buying the magazines for the nine-year-olds when they're done with them i really like I really like this face Shigaraki pulls, where he's like, con like you know, thinking about the fact that yeah, the instant that they stop looking at me, they're all gonna die. And yeah, it, it really and, does and like send that. home and, how serious this is because they want to get Midoriya back, but Eraserhead's not in any condition to do that. Monoma's literally the literally well, they, yeah, they, 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 they can't. Yeah, exactly. They're tra I, I love the explanation where now Midoriya has to physically get there because if they so much as look away for even a second, they're all dead. Mm. It's great. It's that's it's, awesome. Yeah, and then we get to cut back to where I really want to be—the freaking cool ass swamp, uh, Octo Island, with the uh, Octo Island, yeah. the aquarium. Yeah, which is freaking cool. And one of the things that made me smile was seeing uh, what's his name—the guy with the teeth, Moonfish, Orca, Moonfish, Moonfish is there. You mean like the villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the uh, from yeah, I mentioned that two weeks ago because they showed him there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I forgot. Well, we we get to see him on display, and there's um. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking about the strange jacket guy. Yeah, yeah. Who has like the the stabby teeth that like shoot oh, all over the place. Oh, you're right. Oh, you are absolutely right. I completely missed that. Yeah. I'm looking at the page right now. You're right, he's back. That's so cool. And then I see Selkie and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Is uh, The TV onlys, they were confirmed during the war arc, and they're yeah. back. You know, and serious. Yeah, no, I, 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 wait, is, is Selkie, I always think that Selkie is the woman for some reason. He no, not, Selkie is the is seal, the sea, and Sirius is the woman. He's the sea lion, he has ears. But no, they showed Selkie in the war arc, and they're showing Sirius here, which is like, I, and that's great. I, it's nice to see Bones' OCs making appearances in this manga. It was cool, and this entire fight. Horikoshi's such a good sport. I love that. This whole fight looks really wicked, with like all the water going everywhere. It, it looks even better in the next chapter. But we'll, we'll it's get such into a that. cool set piece. It is. I, I I just really like the setup for this fight with the aquarium and the way that Toga hides in the waves and stuff. Like it's it's wonderful. Like in the next Horikoshi chapter, yeah. is such an unabashed Star Wars fan. He's definitely trying to replicate that scene from Rogue One. Oh, Rogue, oh I didn't watch Rogue One. 
Don't. They're all bad. We, you missed the stream last night. Those of us, uh, we stream on uh, Wednesdays and Thursday nights. We had a big old argument about what is Star Wars and what isn't, even when it's a Star Wars property. Oh. Because there's a lame Star Wars, and then there's the acceptable Star Wars, and we were, ta we were just talking about stuff. What, what's acceptable Star Wars? What's... The Mandalorian, because it's not really Star Wars. Okay, what about uh, Gennady Tartakovsky, like... Clone not Star Wars, because it's Gendy. Okay. Because Gendy's cool. <laughs> okay. But you, you don't put that in, like, you know, acceptable? For example, what is Star Wars? The Book of Boba Fett, where the titular character is not even in his own show, and we dedicate an entire episode to a dude whose young Luke Skywalker face is green-screened onto his head, and he has an auto-tune voice because we can't just do young actors. No, no, it is. Because that's how fucked. Because... Again, what makes Star Wars and what isn't Star Wars? When Star Wars has to fucking cater to its fucking crybaby man-child audience. We can't just do a young actor and be Luke Skywalker and things just be completely normal. We have to invest millions of dollars in this de-aging technology with these odd-tune voices. It's freaking embarrassing. Realist, I don't actually think that, like, the man-baby audience, as you call them, would be against someone else pick up because it's been years like obviously you can't do that again if anything i think this is just purely an investment they are into literally them doing not having to pay other people that's no all. one wants to pay a billion dollars but that being said okay that you are definitely correct it's all an investment well there is a truth in the middle here val because one they do these moves because of that screaming audience and that's why the the sequel trilogy sucks oh yeah because they cater to that but you are correct about the fact that SFX jobs are apparently either they're not unionized or they're just not as regulated as typical unions are and Disney can exploit it super hard more like they, they it's cheaper for them to do that than apparently pay a big name actor to which I say just use a small name actor big fucking deal I always think about the situation with voice acting with like Aladdin y you know about Aladdin right like the guy who voiced Aladdin yes his career Sadly, went nowhere. He, the, I, I think the only thing that I'm aware, he was in Full House. I think, I think the only thing I'm aware that he was in, because I didn't watch Full House, uh, and, or anything like that. By the way, this is like the greatest tangent we've ever been on. Like, we went from my hero to Star Wars to Full House. <laughs> he was in some kind of horror movie in a in a ski resort where a, a, a hooded phantom skier is, like, killing people, and I think the twist is that it was a woman in the end, and her father was some kind of great skier, and she wanted to get revenge or something for him. Sounds like he a Scooby-Doo plot. Sounds like if, 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 if Scooby-Doo was a Jallo film. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I always think about stuff like that. Um, new actor, voice actor even, did a really good job. Like, you know, I can hear Aladdin's voice in my head. He did a really good job. Are you talking about the TV series? Just, just Aladdin in general. I don't know if they had a different voice actor. Now that I think. Oh, about just, it. oh, you just mean like other properties these days? Nah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, like, like our friend Cody Rock, who is the English. Basically, he's the replacement for Owen Wilson. <laughs> Whenever they want a Lightning Queen that Wait. isn't Owen Wilson, they call up Cody Rock. In India, in India, in India, and elsewhere. <laughs> oh, Cody. When are we gonna get Cody Love on you. here? Soon. If they make a Cars anime, we'll get Cody <laughs> on here. <laughs> Very well, but um, 348, yes, you're talking about like her hiding in the waves and everything, amazing, but I just want to say, I, I think the most important thing in in here is, I feel like they're trying to drop the sympathetic angle with, uh, some, Toga, 
I feel like they're trying to drop the sympathetic angle with Toga since she is now. Well, we're at the finale. I, I still, I still think it's sympathetic. It probably will be, but I'm kind of hoping. It's just the fact that we're drawing lines right. Oh, Chaco and Midoriya are drawing their lines right now and saying, "Hey, you can be what you want." But you gotta live with the consequences of that. Yeah, precisely. The, yeah, we understand that you care, but the way you care hurts it's harmful. people. It's abusive. It harms people. I like these lines drawn. Like, they're not just saying, hey, fuck you, Togo. We're not even going to engage. They're having a dialogue with her about this. Yeah. I'm actually quite impressed. I'm, I'm very happy with this. And I like the fact that I was afraid that Midoriya was gonna overcome that. I'm like, oh my god, Ochako and Froggy are not gonna have this fight to themselves. It's just gonna be Midoriya again. But like, no, Midoriya's the opener. Now get the fuck out. Let the ladies fight. Mm. I prefer that the ladies get equal fights with other characters regardless of gender, but if we're gonna let them fight, let them fucking fight. Midoriya, stay the fuck out of this. So I like that he got to have his little bit. They talk about how Toga's quirk, the fact that she is so in her own head, well-meaning, mm -hmm. she's not perceived as a threat. Danger sense cannot, that's the reason why. They, she's always had this uncanny ability to sneak up on people, mm -hmm. and they've never explained it. They're like, is that her quirk? What the fuck, ever since the um, the, the provisional license exam arc, they, they've talked about this, yeah. and no one understands. And now the quirk user, whoever has the danger sense quirk, just basically said, she cares. Basically, in order to be perceived as a threat, to to to, to activate that that natural fight or flight, you have to be a mutual threat. And the fact that Toga loves people so much, you can't meet that halfway as a threat. So 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 your your instincts can't kick in. It's again, it's Horikoshi being so childish and dumb. It sound it starts sounding brilliant again, and I love that. Well. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I've been practicing rolling my eyes every day. Thank you. Corre Thank you. Correct me soon. if I'm wrong. But didn't she try to ambush him at the provisional license arc? Yes. And, yes, he, he, and he couldn't censor. He couldn't censor. Uh, did, did she just like use her quirk and he was like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here? No, so it? what happened? Well, here's what happened is, is that he was doing some work. He mm -hmm. was teamed up with a Chaco. And then Ochako started acting weird. And Madura's like, wait, you're not Ochako. And then that's when she took off her skin and then revealed herself to be Kami. So then everyone thought it was Kami for a sec doing an illusion. Yeah, that, that was, it. That and was then, it. And then while they're fighting, she disappears again. And he's like, hey, why can't I sense you? Then she jumps on his ass, does some freaking baity sexualized shit, then runs away. And then Kami's, and then the real Kami shows up later. Is like, that wasn't me. Oh shit. And they're like, how did we not sense? No one sensed this shit. That's all right, no Midori. You're already there. Oh shit. But yeah, but yeah, it's like, no, no one can censor because she's just, she doesn't activate that little natural tick that people have because she okay. just loves everyone. And I, and, and it, it, it's, it's crazy, but I love it. Okay. Now, I, I've always had that impression that, I, I wouldn't say it's obvious, but I've always gotten the impression that, yeah, it, it's her ability to do that exactly. Um,. But I, I, I just really feel like they are going to drop the sympathetic angle from here on out where she has now, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Disowned, um, rejected them now as people that she loves. She, she's she's just definitely said, pissed at up, them now. I no longer care about you. And that leads me to wonder, 
Is she going to be able to use Ochako's quirk now? That's interesting. I'm not sure if she can yet. Is this going to be her downfall? The fact that she's like, you know, uh, now being like, no, fuck these guys. Actually. I hope so. <laughs> I like, I, I like where your head's at because I would like this too. The fact that, cause she, cause she just, she just cut Ochako. She mm -hmm. cut Ochako's shoulder. She's got the knife. She's got the blood. Hmm. But she's, she's had like a sample of the blood for a while or did she no longer have any? After. No, she had. She she used it during the My Villain Academia. Okay, I wasn't sure if she still. But had she some. surpassed her limits because yeah. originally she could only do it once, but since that arc, now she can use it, and it and she can use the she can straight up use the quirk of the person she loves. Now that she no longer loves Ochako, I think that's how we demonstrate that. So I hope that's what happens. She has the blood. She looks like Ochako. It's all right. Gonna flow you fuckers, and then doesn't happen, and that's how she gets taken down. They take advantage of that moment of hesitation, of that that delay. When he goes, "Oh, I can't use the cork because I don't like you anymore." Fuck. Another reason I kind of think that they're gonna go for the angle of like you know, no longer sympathetic to Ochaka specifically is because uh, I mean Toga specifically, is because it would be the most tragic and sad if she were the one that got the rawest deal at the end. I think so. Like I said, they, basically these two chapters, they have they have defined the line. They have set the lines where Ochako and Midori both said, we understand, but you've got to impose some limits. And that's the whole thing. About the more charismatic and interesting members of the League of Villains, they've always been about no limits. With Ochako, sorry, with, with Toga, it's mm. loving without limits. Mm. With Adabi, it's expressing your power without limits. How dare I be limited by my biology? Mm. If I want to burn my body to death to surpass endeavor, I should be able to. With Toga, if I love people, if me, me demonstrating the way I love is drinking people's blood, I should be able to do that. That that, that that's, that's them. They've always been the best members because of this. Did I bring this up before? But I, I think I asked once, why doesn't All For One at any point be like, you know, I can stop you from like burning yourself. I don't think he can. No. Because we're we we are getting into mutation territory once again. Hmm. I mean, is there a, is it like Devil Fruit? Like I know there's Nomu, which are built to withstand multiple quirks. Could he not put a mutation quirk on Darby to make his skin more resistant to fire? I think theoretically it could be done. Yeah. But I think invincibility quirks are exceedingly rare oh. and all for one would keep that to himself true he'd be greedy about that he'd be like hey i've got invincibility i only have one or two of these i want them for myself yeah because i because i think dobby is too reckless i don't think all for one would trust dobby with some precious quirks honestly if all for one won this i don't think he'd want dobby running around anyway no i i, I don't think all for one fears dobby I think. Oh no, not fear him. I just think Dobby would just be fucking he'd shit be up. He'd be away. No, he'd be no, not fuck shit up. He'd be a waste. Oh, oh, Dobby is clearly going to get himself killed. And all for one hmm. goes, why would I waste a quirk on you if you're just gonna fucking kill yourself? Because when you die, you're gonna lose that shit. Hmm. So that 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 I, I, that would just be throwing quirks away. So True. no, it's so so that I'm gonna change my theory. All for one has a million invincibility quirks. And he says, fuck you, Dobby. You're too <laughs> reckless. That's that's my theory. You ain't and worth it. I think it. that's fair. You ain't worth it, kid. Uh, that's that's what I feel about that. I think I think that stands very true. I have to say though, uh, it, like you said about the bit, 
going between the waves, the way he has drawn this water and how it envelops Toga in the wave, splashing down on her, it looks so good. Say, hero, what do you want to do to me? And then she disappears. <laughs> it's a good line. That's a good line for Toga. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. And now Chalko's getting like... Give, give props to the do- to the English localization for that. They, they're doing a great job. Oh, Chalko's getting PTSD flashbacks from the war. Shit. Uh, it's it's great. And um, Deku? Deku looks super cool, by the way, in the uh, couple panels after that. When does he not look super cool? That's the whole point is him look cool and sell fucking binders. Like, I, I don't know, there's this, um, it, it, there's this angular, like, this to his, like, look when he's, like, leaning down, he's, like, charging up his pad, and he's looking for his hair's, like, pitch black, it doesn't have that sheen on it. It looks really good. This this whole chapter just looks really good. No, all these chapters, like I said, he, Horikoshi is at the top of his game right now. These are always beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, but less less pages, which is fine, which is fine. But I can't... Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the cost, that's the cost for this, because here's the thing, less pages... But I can't say things aren't getting done. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. But it also... I mean, I, look what he did with, like, 20 chapters last year. He barely did anything. He just kind of meandered on, a, on, on, like, cyclical points. Here, we're making progress with 12 chapters a, a week. Fine by me. It's why I was a bit confused when you mentioned, like, apparently all the manga are doing this. Like, I don't know if maybe it's because we're in a lot of fights. It's very easy to get lost. Like I said, people are getting burnt out. People need some breaks. Like I said, all magazine producers are a little bit scared right now. It'll wear off. It'll that th- that period will wear off. But and it's and yeah. But like I said, I it, people have been a lot of people have in the circles have been noticing that and they're getting a little bit concerned if they're normalizing lesser page. Which is I would say, well, if they're gonna be high quality, who cares if they're lesser? It's a weekly thing. Um, how do you feel about uh Toga's snap? as they call it. I, I felt like it could have used a more emotional reaction, but upon looking at it again, like an hour or so later, I, I, I realize how much this face tells, it's almost accepting that they will never feel like she does. Repeat that? Because I'm looking at the frame right now. Okay, it's the frame where she's like looking at them after Midori explains that like, I can never be the same as you, I could never be one with you, because I could never think about hurting the people I care about. And oh, okay, I so thought that face changed. Could... I was looking at the true face. Oh, so yes, oh no. Glad yeah. you clarified. Yeah. Uh, um, and then it kind of goes to them like being like, oh, she's completely snapped. And I was like, oh, I, I think that could have used a more emotional, uh, heavy reaction. But like a one no, piece no, face. No, 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 but I'm like I said, that's what you. I mean when I changed my mind. I looked at it and I was like, it's accepting and it's sad. No, it's not accepting. I mean, yeah, yes, accepting the fact that they won't care about her. But the face that she uses, that's the fake face. If you recall from the My Villain Academia arc. The, the crazy face, when she says, I want to be you, so let me suck some blood. When she gives that devilish, fucked up face, that's her true face. Oh. So when when he says, I would never hurt someone I love, when she accepts the fact that they're not going to be together, she goes back to being fake. Because mm. she And that's her closing herself off to him. Okay. That's the be- it, that is the best reaction for her to have. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're. I, I get. She, mm. she, she, she's no longer showing her true self. She goes, "Oh, you really don't like me." Now she's bottling back up, mm. and that's where she's gonna go fucking feral now. Yeah, it's that bit though where they go like after that, 
she's completely snapped. I was like, oh, she has? That, that could have used a, a more emotional reaction, but explaining it like that, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. No, totally. That being said, though, the fact that she's closing off now, even even that, I wonder if that's going to hamper her ability. Like, that's going to limit her quirk. I mean, the fact that they threatened to use Sadman's Parade again, I mean, they're going to have to do it again. But otherwise, I feel like I feel like we have another Shigaraki situation where we had this top-heavy threat, mm. but then when it comes to time for the actual final battle, they're all kind of handcuffing themselves at the end here. Mm. Which is kind of unfortunate, kind of kind of upset, kind of disappointing. Yeah. That we're never, we're not really getting, getting to fight these people at their very best. I, I, was, I was just thinking about that actually. For for one thing, I was just scrolling down. By the way, that bit where she's like coming out of the water and everything with all of her like jet spike things looks amazing. Sick, sick. Doctor Octopus fan Horikoshi. Right. I was just about to say it feels like this is already like a dead run for Toga. Like she's already making mistakes yes she's getting she's definitely getting uh sloppy here which is cool yeah she's this cause yeah. it looks cool this is popcorn entertainment at the end of the day kids it should look cool <laughs> as much as we complain it should look cool at the very least i am somewhat expecting Horikoshi to like you know flip this on us where like this all seems really like the heroes have the upper hand they're in control and everything. They've like thought about everything. They've had a little snag with Midoriya going to Octo Octo Island and everything, but it makes me actually worried that the villains are going to have a really strong like pullback. Yeah, like like there's something that even we haven't like figured out yet. There's another wrinkle we haven't anticipated, and, and clearly the heroes have not anticipated. I bet I bet it's Spinner. It's gonna be Spinner, I bet, because we have no idea where he is. I agree so too. I, he's gotta be there for something, you know? I trust that I trust that Horikoshi's been saving this fucker. Because mm -hmm. we've still never gotten like a full proper announcement of his quirk. We've seen it, but he's never gotten that full explanation. We know he sticks things together and he sticks himself to things. Mm. But they've never they he's never explained it in detail like everyone else. Cause I feel like once he does, there's something about it that's gonna become OP. Maybe. I I'm looking forward to it. Like he's been off somewhere else. I also like when Sue comes in. MVP. Sue has no skin in this game. She's like, hey, hey, you horny little teens. Shut up. <laughs> Figure out this fight. Okay, Midoriya, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Probably breaks some of Toga's ribs with that kick. That was a pretty nasty kick. It was, it was. And it, it's a really great shot. I'm happy that Sue's going to be involved in this fight with, like, a major character and everything. Me too. She's the best. I mean, is she not the best character? She's Frog Spider-Man, so yeah. Like, th th think about it. Like, we've talked, we've had this discussion before about any character in Horikoshi's series that closely resembles Spider-Man is objectively probably the better hero. <laughs> Because that power set is so OP. And it's also so uh, civilization friendly. When you have, when your power set is very, like in the case of Hantasero, your tape is biodegradable. It sticks things together. That biodegradable tape is his sense of motion. It's his sense, it has ability to apprehend folks. Mm -hmm. It does everything without getting in the way. Same with Mineta. That stuff degrades after a time. But until then, it just sticks things together. He can he can mend infrastructure. He can subdue villains. And here you got Froppy. Her tongue lets her get around. She can turn mm -hmm. invisible. She can 
slime people to paralyze them. She can like pull out her own stomach or something like that. She says that. We have not seen that and I'm waiting for it to happen. <laughs> I was looking at a frog. Apparently uh, th there's this frog that eats its tadpoles or like spores and puts it in like a pouch underneath its tongue and over its stomach and then it holds them for about nine weeks until they're just fully formed frogs and just start spitting them out one at a time. Oh yeah, fish do that too. There's fish huh. species. Yeah, that, that's actually a very common uh, aquatic uh, adaptation there. Because yeah, it ensures that your young survive. You, you hold them on yourself. It makes sense why I would have that. So what are you assuming Silly is that- question. Do you, th do you think a hero in this world has ever had their quirk deemed crap or bad because it produces something that isn't biodegradable? Well, this is my, this is the, um, joke I made in the Abridged series where I say there's no such thing as a bad quirk, only a bad teacher. Where I think they all could be useful if you're creative enough. Hmm. Now that being said, what ones could be an absolute problem? Again, I make the joke in the in the very dramatic assertion that Bakugo would be a fucking problem. Because his sweat is freaking combustible. Hmm. He just sweats on something and crack, 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 boom! It's a, it's a bomb. Realistically, Bakugo should never go near Darby. Darby, I mean, Darby's a detriment to himself. Or anyone, or anyone for that matter. Bakugo should really not go near anyone who has firepowers. And that's what I talk about. Like, well, if you're talking about like mid quirks, I, 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 I consider it like a tier system. I feel like certain quirks are valued higher, or at least they should be. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's how I always approached it in the Abridged series. The fact that there are some unsaid things I've done in that series. The fact that Scott and Minetta are so highly valued, even though they're a bunch of fuck-ups, because they're under so much immense pressure, because their quirks are very valuable, but that doesn't mean they value it as much as society does. And, and they've been under a lot of pressure in their youth, that, hey, you're the ones that we need... Like, they're pushed to be heroes, maybe they never wanted to be heroes. And that's why they're, they're lazy and assholes. Yeah, here's my question, uh, since we're at the end of the manga, basically. Froppy comes in, they both tell Midori to fuck off off the island, and then, is the man literally running across the fucking ocean to get back to where he should be? He could. I mean, he's got a quirk. Basically, the more momentum he builds, the faster he gets. Okay. Wait, well... That's Fajin. I mean, isn't, isn't that how that works anyway? Well, Val, I want you to run... I, I want, okay, stop, no, don't actually stop recording, but <laughs> I was going to say stop recording, but don't, because you're going to give our editor a hard time, but yeah, just walk out your door right now, Val, take your phone with you and keep recording, and I want you to just run, just run straight at the water, I want to see how long you last, <laughs> so Midoriya can build up momentum indefinitely, hmm, okay, maybe I've never, un that being said, they're, they're as we've seen in the, in the Vigilante Deku arc, friction comes into mind, and like, there is a limit to how fast Midori can go until his fucking clothes start ripping off and his skin starts to fucking peel off. <laughs> but we can see that he can effectively run so fast that he can start running across water. Though being that said, they're still in the shallow area. From what I can tell, it looks like he's on the ocean because you can literally see the aquarium and the beach, the palm trees, and like the the hills behind him. I mean, that's where they were fighting already because they, they were fighting basically like in a Shamu tank is where they were fighting, where there's a low ground. It's more of a shell. There's, there's like shallow little shelves there. But that being said, I do agree that he is running out of water because he's also Jesus. But he's, but he's using Fajin to just build up momentum and keep running. And he's also probably doing little bursts of air with um, All For One. Mm. Where he's kind of going boosh, 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 boosh. 
Oh. And, and, and that's the case. It's pretty fucking sick. And he, and he probably stole that from Bakugo. Oh, maybe. Because that's how Bakugo, that's how Bakugo uses momentum to push himself with his explosions. So Midoriya's probably doing little controlled explosions to go boosh, boosh, boosh. And, and, and Fajin's letting him do it really fast. Have we ever seen Toga's, like, um, her equipment? Is it, has this been used before? Because I don't think it has. This current state? No, this is brand new. Yeah, and that's cool in my opinion. But but she but in the past she has fired them out like really fast. They just haven't floated like little rockets they're, like they're doing right now. That's redestro money. I thought she had like little uh, syringes to like suck people. Yeah, they were they, they were syringes that just fired off like they went. And now like they're just hooks. and now they're gnarly ass like claws or spikes. Well, you as know? you can see, they they are rockets. There's exhaust ignitions. Yeah, there. and that's like, cool as hell. That's what I, I, I was just thinking. It's fucking stupid. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. As fuck. Again, that's that. That's that. That's the Deternat money right there. Yeah, it, it's like some uh, some Gundam shit or something on like a special model. I love it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Gundam, let's go on another quick little tangent. Did you see that? Um, remember they announced that Gundam first-person shooter? Yes, it's out. It's out in Japan, right? Is it out here? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, cause I know. I know they're working I'm, on it. I'm pissed off because it's on PlayStation, and now, as you know, yeah, I've, they announced they announced it during the state of play. I'm like, that's like the only interesting thing. Yeah, and I, I really want to play it. I hope they put it on PC or something. I know, I know, someone made a Agreed. joke. I doubt it was serious, but someone made a joke about Overwatch putting out the beta. It was like, ooh, Gundam Revolution's got Overwatch and Blizzard sweating. It's like, yeah, they should be. Scared. I think life has got Activision Blizzard sweating. Oh, most definitely. I think I think life is just caught up to them, <laughs> um, but this ain't a video game podcast. Well, I guess and more, but yeah, as true. we learned as we learned with the viewership last week, no and more doesn't seem to be very track well with our audience. Go figure. Oh, did no one care about Batman? I mean, they watch. We had we our core audience watched, but otherwise we didn't really have much reach. But it happens. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, they definitely no, don't want to hear about us talk about the algorithm, so we should definitely move on. But yeah. No complaints. I, I I told we said that we were gonna complain throughout the the post vigilante arc about how boring it was, and then once things popped off, we'd be happy again. We're happy, aren't we? Mm. We're having a good time, aren't we? Even if it's twelve pages. No, I am. I am having a good time. But now we have to go. I'm to, having a blast. Now we have to go to vigilantes. And I'm the vigilantes still, where I'm gonna be honest. I'm getting a little tired. I am too. But there were things I liked about this chapter. <laughs> Yes, because I, here's the thing. Now I'm under the impression that Vigilantes... Now, we, we talked about the Vigilante arc. Now we're talking about My Hero Vigilantes, the actual yeah. manga. The spin-off manga. Distressed Denim is a warrior's style. Hell yeah, it is. Distressed Denim is a warrior's style. Everyone's like, dude, you're looking kind of frayed. Great characterized <laughs> dialogue. Thank you, English localization. You're doing a, a bang-up job. They actually are. Yeah, see, so, see, they actually show the English translator for Vigilantes. Caleb Cook, love you, man. You're doing, a, you're doing the Lord's work. So, what I'm getting, what I was getting to is the fact that I feel like now, I feel like Vigilantes wanted to end at the end of last year, but now, um, freaking Jump was like, you know what? Just keep it going. Just keep the lights on until my, the, the regular My Hero ends, and there, and then fucking, uh, let's call them by their proper name since we had the credits up uh Furuhashi and ben Bentoncourt they said yes yes sir gladly we would love to keep doing this I'd love to keep receiving a paycheck to draw a bunch of fun action art it really felt like it, it, you're absolutely right it could have ended like last year or something and we've gotten some really good bits this year like already we got um we got knuckle mode knuckle duster mode yeah like I said, like I said but all the, all the all the good things you're talking about though Val 
could have been done in like five chapters. I know. We are like I know that we are like thirty or forty chapters into this fucking fight. I am not exaggerating. They, they literally could have ended it with him. We are like at least thirty chapters into a single fight, a single phase of this fight. This is nuts. It feels like Dressrosa One Piece a little bit. Yes. Where it's just ri it's dragging a lot. Like there's there's all this shit going on and everyone's like doing a little bit mostly cheering on the hero. But it's all going on way too long and just feels like it's It was way too long like half a year ago. <laughs> yeah. But knuckle duster mode and I I just want some real payoff at this point. I, I, I believe we'll get I, I I like we said it before. We will get our payoff. We know. It's just we gotta get there. Yeah. And it depends on when Jump wants to allow this to end now. Because now Jump is like, well, Jump tried to rush Dr. Stone out the window and mm. say, out the door. And we're like, hey, hey, get, get get out of here. Get out of here. Vigilantes are like, nah, stay. Kick up your feet. Take off your shoes. Stay a while. Party ain't over. Just enjoy this space because we, we don't know how to fill it. Something I did like about this a lot. I like how much Eraserhead likes Koichi. I love how much Eraserhead, Vigilante's Eraserhead, just loves life mm. in general. <laughs> he's just the cooler, this is the cooler Eraserhead that takes you to McDonald's. He's younger, he's got both of his eyes and a leg still. That's true, he's young, I forget how much younger he is here now compared to what we have now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, it's before he even, like, does school and life stuff. Life also caught up to Eraserhead. Yeah, it, it's fucking, it's good shit, I love it. K Koichi is like so... Bad and bloodied as well. Like Again, Koichi's bones are grains of sand now. He should not be moving <laughs> like this. I don't give a fuck what dumb explanation they made. Fucking Eraserhead's like, hey, I gave you an arm sling. That should hold you for a while. Eraserhead, he's literally, his insides are liquid now. That's not going to help. Eraserhead, help me. I'm dying. You'll be good, Koichi. I'm going to use my eraser curve to erase your injuries. That's not how it works, Eraserhead. <laughs> Bro, I just, just give me a blue power raid, please. I, oh, well, like how you guys came back to me when I was there, like, drink this Gatorade. It'll make you well. No, we didn't give you Gatorade. We gave you Pedialyte. We yes. Gave you, we gave you the actual IV bag in a bottle. And Gatorade. Wait, is that what that shit is? Is that what Pedialyte is? Pedialyte is literally IV fluid. Oh. That has flavor. What is, what is the purpose of IV fluid? Because I've never been on an IV. And it, well. Okay, so the purpose of IV fluid, it depends on the concentration. So what you're you're trying basically you're trying to this um we need a sponsor because like anytime I can go in a medical segue we should have a sponsor. <laughs> Brought to you by my education, my overexpensive University of Michigan education. Um, so the purpose of IV fluid is to re um replenish vital minerals in the body mm. as well as blood pressure. You need liquid to maintain blood pressure. If you're low on blood, you can't push enough. Those minerals have to need to travel through something. That's the liquid. That's your blood. Okay. Blood is considered connective tissue no differently than muscle and bone. It connects things. It connects your vital minerals to your organs. Fair enough. That's the purpose of blood. If you don't have any liquid, you can't transport anything. That's why your blood pressure goes down because there's nothing being pushed through. So you're trying to get your blood pressure back up by putting that liquid in. That being said, you have to be very careful about how much of those vital minerals are in your blood versus your organs because we call this a concentration gradient where a lot, a high concentration of minerals naturally moves towards lower mineral areas. If you don't have enough minerals in that IV, nothing's moving the way it's supposed to. If there's too much, 
too much is moving through. It's it's a whole thing. I don't want to bore the audience. Fair enough. But IV bags are very important. So Val, you vomited and shit out your ass <laughs> so fucking much. Just you tell everyone vital, on the internet. You lost vital fluids and minerals, so we gave you a pedialyte to replenish all of that. Because you felt so awful, not because you were just, not just because you you had an upset stomach, but because you dehydrated, you basically had no blood okay. pressure. If I if I had if I had a blood pressure cuff, and tested your blood pressure, it would have been dangerously low, and I'd be dragging your ass to a hospital. Is what would have happened. So the Gatorade so was just have a, one of those on hand. So the Gatorade was just a treat. The Gatorade is just a, the Gatorade is like. I just remember being told, drink the Gatorade. It's the funhouse version of IV fluid. I don't remember. Drink the Gatorade, it Val. It'll make you feel better. I was like, what? It's it, Gatorade is the popular version only because it has more sugar in it. <laughs> Fair enough. So it actually tastes natural. Mm. Well, I shouldn't say natural. It just tastes better for Americans. I do. I do remember just like looking at that Pedialyte and and being like. Is this just water? No, it's not. There's something about it, and I just yeah, look at it every it's got now a lot and then. So it's got a lot of sodium and B vitamins. So that's why we always, it, between Pedialyte, Powerade, and Gatorade, we always recommend to people Powerade mm. because it's kind of like the middle ground of the two. Fair enough. Powerade isn't as sugary. It also, unlike Gatorade, Powerade has B vitamins, oh. which are good for um, the immune system as well as your neural system. Because because your nervous system needs B vitamins. They're, they're 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 vital ingredients for um, transmitters. Oh yeah yeah. But we're definitely not going to talk about no. biochemistry on this podcast, or we will really we will who knows maybe maybe we have more fans of biochemistry than we do the Batman. We'll see. We'll see this episode. <laughs> I love to flex this, by the way. <laughs> I love to flex it. Do, do like do like actual medical student watches cells at work. Hey, here's the thing. I've never actually watched cells at work, and I should. Maybe, maybe I hear I hear it pretty or good. Or at least read it. I know there's a lot of spinoff mangas too. How do you feel about the uh the, the return of Mr. Blaster? I didn't want Mr. Blaster. Oh, he I, looks sick. I'm so glad. Dude, every piece of the buffalo. Let's go. I I want fucking uh. Captain, the captain. I want the captain back. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh yeah, Captain Slippery. They already explained that Captain Slippery can't come back. I know he can't because he'd fucking just steal the limelight. Of course he would. But if they wanna, if they wanna really like make me pop off, have Captain Slippery be like, I flew here on my own. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't just sit here idly. I had to be with my one true love, Koichi. I couldn't just sit idly by while the one true best boy is getting his ass beat. Come here, Koichi. Let me fly you to... Just just have Captain Celebrity fly Koichi to a hospital. If Koichi can put in Sirius and Selkie, he could definitely put in freaking Captain Celebrity. I want a Captain. In the main mag, I can't. Yeah, I, I would love that. Oh, sorry, sorry, you can't. No, no, I, I literally just explained my... Because they're not in America. No? No, they're not. And America's disbarred, remember? They're all they're all restricted yeah. right now. So no, Captain Celebrity definitely can't come back. He's in America. Damn yeah. it! Who the fuck... Who the fuck are like these... This Thomas the Tank Engine dude? I don't remember and them. The bird, dude. Are they just random people? Oh yeah, that's something I really like about this. How people are, like progressively getting his name right. Yeah, that's pretty sick too. Yeah, like yeah, it's like crawler, crawler, crawler. Someone like you know just throws in crawler, and then and then some people are just like, no, fuck, I'm just gonna use his real goddamn name. And that's yeah. cool as hell. And I like the bit where. It all comes to a head with number six. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, they're not cheering for me. Like, I'm still alone. I'm like, hey, reasonable motivation. But it's, I, I, reasonable motivation, yeah. But I also can't help but be like, 
Why the fuck would anyone vote like Shia for insane. you, number six? You, he's extremely insane. Like at the start, he like um, number six has pulled off some really freaking heinous shit over the course of this series, especially since he turned out to be like the true mastermind. Like even the bee shit. I remember when we were reading this, and I was like, the bees, the true mastermind. No, it's number six. He's been the most like you know evil one this whole time. It seems. Yes. So it's like, I, I I don't know. Yeah, he 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 wants this, and um, and now he's basically having a, a tantrum, made a bunch of like tiny and very, no transformation because we haven't had enough. Yep, yep. Uh, it's fucking annoying. I kind of want Endeavor to end this. I'm like, you know what, Endeavor's here. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to get to. Need. Sick shot of Endeavor, arms folded. He's mentally not even here. <laughs> it's like, god damn it! Just jumping out of the goddamn helicopter. Too busy abusing my children. <laughs> now I gotta come here. That's a question. It's like, it might not be that, but it, no, it's would, not would that, this it's be not a, that old? I was gonna say Mid this wouldn't Midori, be around. Midori's in middle school. They, they in the very first chapter they show Midori in his middle school outfit. This is this is this is like three to five years prior, five years maximum prior. Fair enough. I was about to say, is this like? You know, uh, Darby, Young Darby, Time, or anything like that. No, it's no. not even close. Yeah. Because if it was, they would have shown it. Because they, 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 this manga has been very generous. They've been, they've got a lot of leniency about what they're allowed to show. Mm. And if, and if, if they were allowed to show Young Darby, they would have done it. Yeah. That's the question. What the fuck was Darby doing for like the long ass time he was gone? Just wandering. He was a drifter. Just, just absolute trash. Just child. drifting and sleeping in trash cans night to night. Immolating people on yes, the roadside. Like, I mean, basically every League of Villains member was just a freaking drifter that freaking Gearin found. It was like, hey, I'm recruiting for a team. You want to come? And they're like, fuck. Is there free food? I mean, free food. Yeah, free shower. Stain, I, I, I stain might be there. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking Stain. Oh, yeah, that's what I forgot. That's the reason why you they forget, did come. Yeah, I was like, yo, Stain. Where the fuck's Stain? When's Stain going to appear actually I in the forgot, war? I forgot I they had to use too. Stain to recruit. That's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're like, hey, Stain will be there. Oh, okay, word. <laughs> they go there like, Stain's not here. Stain's the fucking jock fucking popular guy. Like, he's not here. I think here. he was there for a bit, and some of them saw him. Shiggy, Rocky, you're such a fucking loser, bro. <laughs> yeah, he showed up. And they're like... You're all fucking just copping my shit. Fuck you. All for one's just a specter at this point. He's like, he's like left the public zeitgeist. Only, only the government remembers all for one. So the public's like, what do you mean Stain's not here? If Stain's not here, like, who the fuck are you guys? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be, that'd be amazing. But, um, I, I, Stain with I, a fad. I can't, I can't <laughs> compliment this chapter because it has gone on for way too long. There's bits, it's gone on too there's long. bits I like, but I just, We've been saying it for weeks now, Ivan. We just want that payoff now. I know. It, 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 like, my balls are just fucking blue and full of burst. Just waiting for that catharsis that's not coming. I want I want Pop dead. I want <laughs> Knuckle Duster dead. I want Koichi to be with his big-titted, cop-adjacent wife in I'm America. I'm looking at the comments right now. The comments are saying they, they want it to end because Koichi needs to see a doctor. They're, they're just concerned for Koichi. <laughs> Of course. My boy's in pain. Still... I, I, that's what we've been saying. Just put this boy out of his misery. He's still the fucking best. At this, at this point, yeah, I think Koichi needs to die too because how do you recover from this? Put him out like a dog. How about Yomi no Tsugai? 
Oh my gosh, we have to talk about Yomi no we Sugai do. this week. We do, because we, we, we have just, we left it for a few weeks, actually. Like, I, it, it left my mind for a bit. Well, that's what it does, because it's monthly, Val. <laughs> exactly. I, I, How's I, the month? I get upset because I, every time I have to look it up, I forget the name. I, I keep I keep typing in Yona, and it comes up like Yona of the Dawn or something like that. But I, I, I keep trying to remember this freaking title. I'm sure we can both... Did, did, you read it, right? I read it. Yeah, that intro is so goddamn boring. Uh, well, I'm just getting tired of the exposition. Yes. Because that's all it is right now. They, they keep trying to explain it. We went from... I feel like Romy like, got to, like, release that first chapter with little inputs. Mm. And immediately as soon as it published, all her editors went, Hey, you gotta explain some things. And now she's like... Oh, I'll explain the fuck out of this. Yeah, I'm glad she did it's it. It's like, uh, stop explaining things. It's not so egregious because it's not weekly. If this were weekly, and we well, were Well, no, that's why it feels bad, because we only get it monthly. So it's like, I'm waiting a month to get more explanation. No, I want the story. But alternatively, if we had less pages, it would be even worse. Yeah, we've, we're have we broken records, Val. We're ex we keep expositing about the fact that we hate exposition. So let's yeah. stop, okay? Because it wasn't just exposition this week. Um, it feels like the protagonist continued. I still can't remember his name because he's just not that memorable. Uh, Asa? That's his, that's his sister's name. Yeah, again, he's just not His memorable. name is Yuru, I think. Yuru. So Yuru is starting to show... Like, again, he, he is running completely on the weight of fish out of water. Mm. This guy could be any fish out of water character. And he still doesn't quite feel unique yet, but I like that they're at least trying. He's starting to get a little bit goofy as he's trying to acclimate to the to the quote unquote lower lands. Mm-hmm. I, I, so that's actually left and right continue to be sick as fuck. I like I like the starting bit because there's a point where they know that the chapter has really started after all the exposition, because it literally goes like chapter four, love and true, and it, it it's him in the toilet washing his hands, and he's looking at the hand dryer thing, and he's like, again, this is all fish out. Of water, Thor can do this I know, too. But I know, but it, I, I I thought it was kind of cute. He's like, no, I'm not gonna use that. I don't like it. I'm just gonna wipe my fucking hands on my. Well, shirt. he says specifically he doesn't like things that sound like a dragon. So yeah. if we got some characterization, the fact that he keeps bringing things back to dragons, dragon farts, dragon roars, that's something. But it's still not enough, man. No. Um, but but on the flip side of things, Asa. The villains continue to be my favorite fucking characters. Yes. They're a bunch of dumbasses. They're just sitting there drawing pictures. That bit where they all draw what they think Yuru looks like. And Asa, that's funny, but it also makes me very uncomfortable that you're drawing your brother as some hotman. Well, if he's not hot, then she's not hot, the twins. I did, wait, are they identical? Okay, fair enough. No, they're still, not identical. So maybe maybe it's, it's a, maybe it's just a sibling glow up then. Maybe. And, I, and I'll leave it at that. But it's just, Japan just makes me uneasy. Well, but I, I think it makes sense because she does genuinely love him based on her very raw reaction at finding out he's alive and that, like, you know, actually processed in I'm her mind. I'm just afraid of romantic is what I'm fearing. No, That's no, why yeah. I'm like, stop. It, 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 no, I wouldn't like it either. I, I did like that. But still, so, look at the other drawings, though. You have her little, her henchman. But what's her name? I don't remember her name either um gabchan gabchan i love this little gremlin um i like these two garbage girls uh and and her little tooth buddy speaking of which he's Gabriel. funny he's cute um fucking cute as hell. i like that these two guy can take on tiny little cute forms because because the anglerfish can do it too 
No, no, that's a different one. That was that was not that was a complete different Sugai. It was it was a different one. It's a smaller one, I believe, because he because he, he says Aichan, and then the big one appears, and then he refers to the smaller one as Ma Makoto Kun. Okay, interesting. So he has multiple Sugai that might be like, you know, some kind of progeny or just smaller versions of his big anglerfish. But that tooth one gets tiny, though. It does. It does seem to, yeah. Maybe I am wrong. I think they have the ability to be cute and change their forms because even left and right take on these lightning forms. Well, actually, wait. When you look at it, the, the small one is just a completely different kind of fish. It doesn't have, uh... The angler fish, like you know, light or anything on it. It's got little spikes on its head. Fair enough. Yeah, so they they are different, but I do agree with you that they probably can get small if they want to. Or or merchandising. This was clearly in the editor's notes. <laughs> do you feel like the translation on these have been quite bad? Because I the translations are awful. <laughs> they, they are. They, they are inconsistent. They they change. Uh, they the pronouns change halfway through. Oh, um, I didn't know. The words are missing. But hey, cry about it. We should be watching for the official source anyways. I don't know where the official source is, because as far as I- This isn't on Viz or anything like that. I know, it's tough, so we gotta look that up. But otherwise, I wanna talk about staying on the top of the angler fish. The fact that he uses a little angler to make, like, phantom people, that's sick. These Sugai are it. so sick. No, I mean, you're just happy to have a- Like like you said, you're happy to have a good mon fighter. I'm a- I'm a good mon fighter just- There should always be one good mon fighter. I feel like Hiromu is getting down the personalities of a lot of these characters, like, really well. Like, I mean... I still... I'm still... I'm still just not... I'm not moved at all by Yuru. But the rest, again, I love the villains. Mm. I like that they just sit around and they're, like, they're kind of hapless, too. I can't wait for these guys to finally meet and really... I hope they stay antagonists for a while. Because I think they're more interesting that way. I would, too. Um, it reminds me... To go slightly off topic of my own story where I've made the antagonistic characters to my main character do more and seem way more interesting based on... in contrast to what the main character is actually doing in the story. And I was like, oh, well th this puts me at some ease actually. Or something in a way, but um... I completely agree with you. The these uh, antagonistic characters, the sister, Asa... Uh, I, I think it's obviously because they're writing characters with a chemistry. She's writing characters that already have a chemistry and have known each other for a while. while... Absolutely, and, and that's why that's why we like them. Because yeah. the, our other group, our quote-unquote hero group, they barely know each other. And that's definitely, and that's really helping with... Showing its limits right now. Yeah, their likability and everything. Like, I mean, would you say it's hard to write a fish out of water? well or no it's in, very easy a fish, out of way. a fish out of water is very easy that the, the fish out of water is there to make the character more engaging the issue is when the character itself fish out of water is a trope mm -hmm. it's practically in depending on what writing circle you're in we would consider fish out of water to be a genre and not a characterization hmm. and in this case i would agree that it's a genre this does not fish out of water does not make a character because you do is still not very interesting. He's still not very defined, despite being a fish out of water. True. How do you feel about towards the end when, as you know, I'll, I'll ask about um. Do you think this is going to turn to more of um not slice of life, but 
like the way that they've set up like this house and everything um these identities like uh, are we going to get a lot of shen are we gonna get like a lot of shenanigans where it's like oh yuru well uh y you've pff, i don't know off the top of my head gotta get an education yuru oh you gotta get a job we can't afford to like you know pay for this place on like I do believe that will happen, but it won't be the big focus. If this was Chainsaw Man or Zatch Bell, yes, they would really focus on that. Mm. But this, I, 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 look, I look at Full Metal Alchemist, and that's just not the kind of storyteller that she is. Hmm. I feel like this is going to be very hyper-focused on the overreaching plot. One bit I do actually like in the intro is how... I, I want to say I can't, I can't. I can never actually get like their 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 sides right. Um, the big one, basically, the big Sugai, his Sugai, left or right, whichever one. Uh, I like he how is he. Right. Oh, okay, thank you. I like how he interjects in the conversation about the prophecy because it looks like Dera and Hana kind of don't want to tell him. And whereas Wright's life, shut the fuck up, fucking morals. Like, let's talk about this shit. Yeah, Wright is just very... We, we talked about this before when they were first revealed in the second chapter. Wright seems to like him a lot more. Yes. I get. I mean, Wright and Left are better characters than the main character. They are. They're very distinct. And I, li I like how they... I like how... Sugai, so Sugai come in pairs, but technically they're one creature. Hmm. It's really interesting. Left and Right are different hemispheres of one brain. Hmm. That, that seems to be the case, and I think that is fascinating. Where right is the impulse, and left is the logic. Hmm. And, and I like that right can't shut his mouth, and he's like, no, let's talk about this. And left is very serious and very hyper-focused, and they have a very funny comedic moment where she's like, I don't, I don't like to be hunted. I like to do the hunting. And they both smirk. And right, whereas Yuru is scared... Right, grins like fuck yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, finally, something we can agree on. I love and this, I woman. and I like this uh, dynamic. Uh, no, I, I I'm def I'm still enjoying this, but I'm really thinking that the next chapter could be a make or break if they do it right. I think so. I I think from an I think from an objective standpoint, it's make or break. I'm committed. Mm, no because sense. I'm running out of things to read. I'm just talking about like for other people, like I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by objectively. Yes, this is make or break. I feel like generalized mainstream readers, if they were on this, I think next month is where they part ways or not. Yeah. If they like, they've got to really make a case. Because we're reading this, admittedly, partly because of the pedigree of the author. That's why most people are reading and this. their line of work. Yeah, but. Even though Full Metal Alchemist is usually at the top of my anime list. Not my... I always hate saying the my anime list name site because it sounds like a personal thing. But it's always on the top of Mal. I don't know how close to people's hearts Full Metal Alchemist still is. Especially younger people and younger readers. Because Full Metal Alchemist was now 10 years ago. And even though it's like... I, I know, I, I agree. I think the zeitgeist has moved away from these kind of stories. Yeah, it's the same thing as when you realize, like, that Lucky Star isn't irrelevant. Or K-On is no longer irrelevant. Relevant. I, that I, drives me wild, the fact that K-On is not relevant anymore. Right? That's, that's crazy. Because even back during those days, I really wasn't that into anime. But when I was getting into anime, several years after K-On... 
Aeon was still hyper relevant. When I was like, hey, I need to do my homework. Where do I start? Mm. And everyone pointed at Kaon. Right. And I'm like, really? Today, I don't think that's the case now. I've, I've got no clue what even would be classed as the new Kaon. That's honest. what I was going to also ask if you knew, but you don't know, and I don't know. Love is war? I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched Kaon. I just know Kaon because it's such a freaking big thing. It was. It was an event. It was. I mean, that was a fucking cultural phenomenon. But um, you know what? Mm -hmm. Let's put a pin in this. Next week, Val. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Kaons and the Gurun Lagans, the bastions of anime that now that anime has definitely effectively it wasn't a question right now it's definitely mainstreamed val the jujutsu the jujutsu kaisen film is mm. literally playing full screens multiple times a day at my local theater right now in the uk at my bullshit commercial theater where i i literally had to i got a media ticket for my hero academia world heroes mission i had to drive 30 minutes away to get a theater that had it for like two showings a day Jujutsu Kaisen is literally playing five minutes behind my house every day, every hour. Fuck. We are full mainstream now. So, and because of that, anime is more saturated. It's hard to find the bastions now, if there even are any. Because now that it's mainstream, everyone's got a different opinion. The community is not so hyper-focused that it used to be. So, next week, let's do our homework. Let's think about those bastions. Let's talk about them. And let's try to compare. Let's try to find analogs right now. Haruhi Suzumiya. That was a, full, a former Bastion. I, I would say so. That, that's like. But the one don't that... say anymore. Sure. Let's come back next week sure. and let's have that discussion. Good thing. Back to you, we know Sugai guys. I, I I question how long could this story go on for purely because um of how powerful these characters are. By the way, where in which they can literally like transform and fly him over. I think Tokyo goddamn tower? Yeah, I, I, I feel like you're fearing that it's going too fast, but I think it's because we haven't even been shown enough yet. I, I feel like it's going to get even crazier. I feel like this is just the beginning. Perhaps, but I, I, I was like, wait. This isn't My Hero Academia where we start from scratch and zero. No, totally. These are like, like, gods like we're, 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 over, we're over our heads immediately. We literally had two people like freak out because they're like, Kami-sama! And shit. But yeah, I guess it, it just worries me at the same time. It's like, is this going to be a short story? Perhaps. Because I guess power scaling. I, yeah, I, the, here's really... the thing all shonen, that's all shonen. Every shonen has that 15 chapter period where they prepare for the worst. Where they go, okay, I gotta set. Basically, it's like you you write your series like a web, like, 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 like a tree diagram where you go, okay. Depending on how many chapters I get, I take this route or I take this route. The, the, the 15 chapter route has shorter branches, whereas the longer, that's when the branches start to really branch out and go further. Like basically, you have to be prepared for that possibility. Mm. An example of when you are not prepared for that possibility, when you're a little overconfident, is Hunter's Guild mm. Red Hood, where suddenly you're in chapter 13, 14, and they say, Sorry, we're canceling your series. You got to wrap it up in about two to three chapters. And the guy goes, Well, I'm just going to suddenly show my endgame. I'm going to suddenly have my character make a book into a gun and shoot the fucking Shonen Jump Editor. And slash my president. fucking boss mommy that was selling the volumes to begin with 
is not even in the final. Well, she's there, but hardly. We just drop characters. Like, all these amazing characters that we introduced. Okay, sorry, you were so cool and interesting, but my bosses are canceling the series. Get out. I have to reveal that my main character is Pinocchio, and the world's a stage and a story, and now he has to go, ah. And instead of doing anything, like, interesting or badass or fight, he just decides... I'm gonna make the book a gun and shoot the guy and the end. That's what happens when you're not prepared to have mm. those tree branches. And Doron Doron is still going strong. It's not. It's actually floundering at the bottom of the magazine right now. Ayashimon's probably going first, though. Oh, really? I didn't even think about Ayashimon. I forgot about Ayashimon. What's the other one you like? The one that had the bodyguard? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Protect me, Shugamaru-chan? Yeah, basically that one and Yashimon, they, they, they're both taking turns flopping at the bottom of the magazine right now. Oh no, are you just saying that because you want to hurt me? Not because I want to hurt you, I'm just being accurate. My sources say that, I mean, because basically Shonen orders their magazine from most popular to least popular. Like When you get the physical magazine, One Piece is always the first thing you see. Hmm. Followed by My Hero Academia and so forth. If Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't have a chapter that week. Because otherwise, it's Jujutsu Kaisen's the first one you see. Oh, I should be sad if Shugamaru-chan does get... Because that, like I say, it wasn't anything that, like, grabbed me. It made me fucking smile, though. So basically, Ayashimon and Shugamaru are, like, just sitting there, just taking turns, being at the bottom. How is PPPPPPP still going? Middle. Uh, people just like it. Huh. Let me see if I can find my source right now. If I can if I can just look at this week. I, I'm not going to make a generalized statement and go over, but if I can just go to this week before we wrap up the show, because we have to wrap up the show. We do, yeah. Uh, this week's ratings. Here we go. Okay, at the very... Let's go down the order this week. So at the very beginning of um, chapter 16, at some point, the beginning of whatever year Shonen decides is a new year, they change the number of the magazine. They start from zero and go up again. Mm. So this is issue number 16 of the Shonen's year. Number one is Jujutsu Kaisen. Number two is Witch Watch. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm already I'm already misordering this. My Hero Academia was first. Then we is My Hero Academia. Then we have Jujutsu Kaisen, Witch Watch, Mashal. Well, Mashal's ending, so. Yozakura Family, Blue Box, Akane Banashi, Exorcist no Kyoshi Kun, Black Clover, PPPPPP. So PPPP is like literally like dead set in the middle. Okay. Earth Child in the middle. So happy for Earth Child, by the way. Are you, are you still keeping up with Earth Child? I need to read the newest chapter. It's fine. I, it's not. It's. I'm about to drop it pretty soon because it's not really holding my interest. But I, I think it's doing a very valiant job, hmm. considering considering how different it is. I know you're happy. It's taking its situation very seriously. Yep. So now, so now we're in the middle of the pack. Sakamoto Days, Undead Unlock, Me and Roboco, and Ayakashi Triangle. Now at the bottom. Elusive Samurai. That surprises me. That's from the creator of Assassination Classroom, but maybe yeah. people are finally getting tired of it. Because um, I heard that sold well initially. Mm. Uh, then you have Ayashimon, Doran, Doran, and then at the very bottom this week, we have Protect Me, Shugamaru. Oh, no. Not Protect Me, Shugamaru. So, yeah, the, the bottom three are Ayashimon, Doran, and Shugamaru. But I've seen those three all take turns at the bottom. Ah, that's fair. I'm not going to be devastated. I'll, I'll be a bit sad because, admittedly, Shugamaru-chan was the only one at the very beginning of this to legitimately make me smile. I thought it was actually pretty freaking funny. 
Yeah, I, but it's, it just seems like people just find... Cause I, I, I talked about how me and Robico just felt like Japanese family guy. But apparently that's actually very much the case. They love it. They fucking love this shit. So good for it. I mean, if it's making people happy. Yeah. It's not for me, but it seems like everyone's having a good time with it. Whereas Ayashi and Dodoline are clearly problems that need to be excised immediately. Yeah. And that seems to be the case very soon. What chapter are they on? We're gonna say, speaking of things that, speaking of things that just aren't for you, a lot of, like, you know, mixed opinions of that Turning Red film, but we're not gonna get into no, that. No, we're definitely not having that conversation. Um, that being said, Ayashimon, Dororon, Dororon's on chapter 15, Shugamaru and Ayashimon are on chapter 16, so, hmm. congrats, they made it that far. Maybe it's, I'm biased because of Golem Hearts, I just want him to have a win. I do too, but with a better property. Yeah. Yeah, it's for the best. That being said, well, how many chapters? Red Hood was 18 chapters, I do believe, right? Oh, so you think that it's, uh, like, next two weeks we're gonna see, like, uh, Ride or Die? We're gonna see a decision be made. Either they're gonna get picked up for more because they have no replacements, hmm. or it ends. Thoughts on Yomi no Tsugai, though? I mean, like I said, I'm game. I'm I'm committed. I I like it. Yeah. I just wish it stopped expositing. Precisely. It's, it's to make the full most of that fucking, uh, monthly, uh, issue order because they're bigger issues so in order to take advantage i wish half of it wasn't exposition i wish we get the full yomino sugai's experience i hope i hope the full yomino sugai experience isn't just half exposition half action i hope i hope we get a full story soon yeah no it'd be nice because th there's nothing b besides avoid these guys we have no forward momentum at all really we're just me we're just gonna be meandering it seems i mean i'm really looking forward to that fight though i think there's going to be some really cool shit because, I don't know, things that can become intangible to solid objects can always have this badass effect. Like you said earlier, the, the anglerfish coming out, the, the soul lamp on its head thing that can, like, you know, copy people, as we saw in, like, the previous chapter and now. It's a really cool shot. In fact, I think Hiromu Arakawa, I think this guy is going to be, like, the new Roy Mustang or something. That character that Hiromu just clearly loves a lot. Yeah. And enjoys. Like, the, the whole anglerfish thing, the shots that she draws of it are just really freaking cool. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's time to wrap up today. Mm -hmm. No, uh, no, uh, silly bits. We're just gonna... Oh, no. The the, the train... I, I, just as I say that, all, someone hacked into the train. We're going <laughs> off the rails. Goodbye. Goodbye, Val. Val, if there was any time to finally kiss me, the man up and just kiss me. This is it. This is your moment. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby... Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Jairo Medina, and Gooner Bear. 
If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.